Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You. I have a lot of feelings and emotions about this football game. And I'm going to use this podcast as my soapbox to explain those feelings. I'm, if you're a Coug fan, that, that game was frustrating. And the gloomy weather really should have been the first sign as to see how this game was going to go for the Cougars. Let's paint the picture. Interim head coach for the Trojans. Plane tips over on the runway. Loser starting quarterback. Heisman contending quarterback after the first drive. Now, do most teams usually win after all those three things happen? No. No, they don't. But you know what? USC did. So the Cougars lost 45-14 to the USC Trojans under interim head coach Dontel Williams. And their their second-string quarterback after the plane tipped over. I'm repeating that because it's important. Their plane tipped over. They're on their second-string quarterback under the first game their interim head coach has coached. Rainy day. USC is not used to playing in the rain. All things lined up Cougs yesterday. That should have been all Cougs all day, but it wasn't. Now, the tale of two abs is a theme that keeps roaring its ugly, massive, lumpy head in the Nick Rolovich era. And I want to talk about this theme, but first, I'm going to go a little positive first, so we'll get to that theme in a little bit. So things were looking great the first half. Andrew Edison, the freshman from Washington. Great DN. Sacking the quarterback. Oh, it's been fantastic. Daniel Ice and the safety balling out the defense looked great. And then guess what? Keenan Slovis, Heisman contending quarterback, goes down on the first drive. Not excited he got injured. But Jackson Dart, one of the top recruits from Utah, came in. He played well. We got a pick on the first drive, returning it 60 yards from Daniel Isom. And then we ran the ball on the two-yard line on fourth down. We didn't get it, but I'm okay with the aggression because you're playing in the rain. And kicking a field goal is not a guarantee. Even in some of the negative stuff in the first half, the Kooks played better than USC, which was not a... I didn't expect to happen. In the end, they ultimately didn't. But I was shocked we weren't down 20 in the first half. I expected us to lose by at least 20. Did not expect to give up 45 unanswered points, but we did. USC was a very average team, and it was very clear. They weren't doing anything special. They looked like your generic Power 5 team. They scored a touchdown right before halftime, so fine. That's okay, but let's take a quick break and talk about this trend I noticed. Nick was up 19-7 against the Ducks, lost 43-29 against Utah. He was up 28-7 late and lost 45-28. Utah State, 23-11, blew the lead 26-23 because he chose not to run the ball. And then today, ooh, it's so juicy. You know what game it reminds me of? The UCLA game in 2019. The single worst collapse in program history in the Pac-12 history, actually. This game feels very reminiscent. We are, out of four of the seven games, we have blown leads or leads late. That's not a good trend. That is worrisome. That is a worrisome trend developing on the Palouse. It's sad. And it's not like Rolovich inherited a, a roster full of no-name losers. There are players on this team who are part of a top 10 finish in the country, nearly a Rose Bowl appearance. It's not easy being a head coach in this league coming from Hawaii. I get that. I know it's not easy, but let's compare it to Kyle Smith's first year because he's here from a similar situation, University of San Francisco. He didn't have a ton of talent his first year. Yes, he had CJ Ellaby. That was about it. Then he brought in his guys the next year, stepped up. Year three, what's going to happen? High expectations. Nick Rolovich, first year, not great, COVID year. Second, he had better players than Kyle Smith did. I mean, Jihad Woods, six-year linebacker. Dallas Hobbs, six-year pass rusher. Ron Stone Jr., all good players. On the offensive side, Travell Harris, 
one of the best return men in the game, and if not wide receivers. So as a Coug fan, this really hurts. Now let's compare this to Mike Leach. The Mike Leach era at WSU was weird. He's a very unique fella. The media might not have been the biggest fan of Mike Leach because how he talked to them, but the Mad Pirate did win games. And yes, I know he didn't win the Apple Cup. And honestly, this year it's possible. The Huskies don't look great. And they're higher with Jimmy Lake, who was touted as the savior, the next Chris Peterson. Has it looked like he doesn't know how to coach a game? Looks like he'd only be a defensive coordinator. So if Rolo finds a way to beat beat the Huskies, that could be a saving grace for this season. And as my friends say, I like to talk down on the Cougs, or I like to be negative. But what's the point of being positive when it's not true? Like, it doesn't help anyone. Is there a winnable game on this schedule? I, I don't know. Maybe Arizona, because they just lost to Northern Arizona. Shout out to my friend JPP, special teams ace and wide receiver down there in Flagstaff. Really carrying it for the Hall guys. Way to go. But let, let's talk about the second half right now. Worrisome trend be, behind ourselves. Let's put it behind us. Let's talk about the first. second half. Opening kick, fumbled by Travell Harris. <laughs> Boom. Not ideal. Okay, USC ties the the ball game. Not the end. Okay, calm down. We're still fine. Then, a little surprising, I see Victor Gabalis take the opening snap. I didn't really realize Shane Delora got injured until he came back in with a brace. He tried to play, wasn't super confident, so they pulled him, brought Gabalis back in there. Turns out he and Cameron Cooper, with Garantano out, have been splitting reps to be the backup. Another trend, Max Borgie was 13 carries. And I, and I get that. We were down big in the half, in the second half. But y- you want to get him involved, maybe not running the ball, but as a pass catcher. I mean, the freaking USC radio booth, which kept saying, yo, where's Max Borgie? He needs to get involved. He's one of the top running backs in the country. Yeah, I know. I was sitting in the USC radio booth. They were talking about it. And for USC to say we have good running backs, that's high praise. They have Reggie Bush to look at, who was one of the top running backs in the history of college football. So the USC team turned around very average in the first half with Jackson Dart, who had the single best start statistically for a Trojan freshman. First career start better than JT Daniels, Matt Barkley, all those big time players. Drake Jackson, the wide receiver. No, Drake London, I'm sorry. Drake Jackson, the lineman, also tore, tore us apart. But Drake London torched us for 170 yards. And honestly, it felt like we were pick- they were picking on Jalen Watson, who was supposed to be our top cornerback by a mile. And to be fair, he was injured a week ago. But I'm worried how easily the second stringers abused him. And Nick Rolovich said we were really ineffective in the second half. Ah! Yeah, we were, Nick. That's, that's pretty clear. I'm fully aware of how inefficient we were. How ineffective we were. We didn't get a single first down in the third quarter. That's inefficiency. You want to talk about a positive? We did a good job stopping the... I can't... We stopped the... I can't even say with a straight face. We stopped the run. Congratulations. Here's a gold star. A for effort. Not a good game. Not fun. As a Coug fan, I was sitting there. And it was interesting because a USC guy, whenever there'd be a little jab about Washington State not doing well, he'd give me a little smile. Yeah, it was funny. It was cool. Am I surprised this happened? No. Am I surprised you gave up 45 unanswered points? A little bit, yes. I'm not going to lie. That was surprising. Now, let's take a quick look at Utah. Utah consistently good under Kyle Whittingham. On a bit of a slide, losing the Holy War game to rank BYU and overtime to San Diego State yesterday. But their backup quarterback threw two, three TDs and looked pretty good. But right now, swish it up. We're going to listen to the press conference. Nothing from Nick, because Nick didn't say that anything that interesting. I'm going to play a clip from Abe Lucas. Now, I can't play the whole thing, but if you do have the time, please listen to it. It's roughly nine minutes. But Abe Lucas does not hold back and offers a lot of good quotes, sound bites that is very insightful. 
Now here's fifth-year senior offensive lineman Abe Lucas. Thank you for WSU Athletics for posting this. Compared to UFC, like, you know, I think we're a team that we have a, a good initial punch, but not really a chin, and we don't have a lot of like stamina for later on. You know, I mean, like, if we come out, if you come out and fight, you know, and you hit them a couple times, and it's great, you know, and everything's rah rah, and then you get hit and you just fold, then I mean. That's like the mark of a, of a sad fighter, you know? And I think that, like, it's not even that energy and passion leaves. It's that I think that in that game, we were a 30-minute football team. Yeah, I mean, well said, Abe. I don't really know how else you can describe yesterday's performance beside a 30-minute football team. And I think he said it well with the boxing analogy. We're a good team. We're a, we're a fine team. We just didn't execute and finish. And good teams win close games. Bad teams lose close games. Good teams finish. Good teams with a lead win the games. Bad teams with a lead lose the games. So there are positives. There are negatives. I think Abe Lucas. I appreciate him being honest. Go look. We have a lot to work on. It's not done. Like, but we have some positives. So overall, no complaints from what Abe Lucas just said. Let's hear another clip. I mean, yeah, they look like we did the second half. You know, I mean, we had them on the ropes. They came and turned around, had us on the ropes. That's just, I mean, that's kind of the way football goes. You know, I mean, really, that's like any sport. You know, sports are kind of like games of runs. You know, you make a run, one team makes a run. The mark of a good football team, though, is like if you can have a good run throughout the entirety of the game. You know, and it. I mean, we're, we do too much of this, I think, on this team. And again, I say we because I'm on this team, too. Again, I'm not above anybody. I mean, I'm an old lineman. I don't even touch the ball. But, like, I mean, I think a big thing for us to improve on, and these things take time, is to have a steady increase because you can't shoot up super fast. And because, you know, you shoot up super fast, big tree fall hard. I know the quote was long, but just listen to it. I think it's great. Please check out the rest. And as always, go Cougs. This will take a while for us to get back to the mountaintop, but we can do it. We've been there before. We just have to believe, and hopefully this coaching staff can lead us there. Because as a Coug fan, I just want to see us beat the Huskies. Let's go Cougs! Get him a stripper? What do you want no, me to do here? Buy him I mean, a drink. I get him a prostitute? What 